KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy. We talk unemployment, we talk durable goods, we talk millionaires tax in New Jersey, and we talk about it all with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Give a listen. So let's start with unemployment. Uh, 870,000 new claims last week. Uh, Yes, fourth straight week under a million, but that is still a remarkably high number. And it's really distressing how remarkably stable this number is at this high level, isn't it? That's true, Matt. It's almost becoming a broken record. But not only that, this is almost becoming, if I dare use the word, the new normal. And I don't like it. I, at least we're not going up, but we need to see these numbers going down, which I think they're not going to go down anytime soon. And going along with that, uh, we haven't had the extra $600 a week for a while. That ran out in the CARES Act. The president had that executive order with, I think it's called the Lost Wages Assistance Program. Sounds like in a lot of places that has run out or it is running out. Still no new stimulus package. Do you think all these factors, and it sounds like they're at least starting to talk about talking, we could see a new, another stimulus package or at least start getting on that path again? I'd sure hope so. I continue to lose faith and confidence. Uh, now that people are not working as much, we still have a lot of unemployment claims. Some people are back to work. So there's going to be some money being put back into the state's unemployment compensation funds, but not as much as if we had a stimulus package. There are still funds out there. The latest figure was $138 billion is still out there from the first CARES Act. And that really does need to be redistributed. And in a quick more efficient manner than what's happened in the past. Is that money, is that specifically from the PPP or is that different programs that just the the money wasn't directed? Some of that's PPP. Some of that's for small business, the SBA. I think the SBA has been so overwhelmed during this time. They're not used to having hundreds of thousands of applications. Their norm is a few thousand a month, uh, maybe 10, 20,000 a year, but they're not used to getting 100,000 applications. They're very overwhelmed. Also, the process is very cumbersome. I've worked with small businesses, people who have employees 10 and less, and it's very cumbersome. First of all, they didn't have the time to fill out these forms because they're trying to get their businesses up and running. They're running around scattering, looking for for the uh, COVID-19 equipment. They're trying to sanitize their places. Uh, So a lot of small businesses didn't have the opportunity to apply. One of the economic trackers, we keep an eye on durable goods. We had that big jump in July. I think it was over 11%. In August, less than half a percent increase. Uh, That seems like a big red alarm to me. Well, there's a couple of things I bet that 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 were happening. We were making lots of ventilators, which is considered durable good. Uh, we had that pent up demand for that one month where people were willing to go out and buy automobiles. Um, and the fact that a lot of places are out of stock of appliances, refrigerators and all other kinds of things. Uh, so you will see this durable good number, I think, stay flat, uh, even though. People are starting to buy homes. People are starting to to, uh, move out of apartments. Uh, People are buying condos. I still think you're going to see durable goods stay flat for next month. We've talked a lot about what a recovery would look like, and we've talked about, you know, 
all the different letters it could look like. Now I'm hearing a lot of people talk about a K-shaped recovery where the top half starts to surge up and does fine, but the bottom half goes right off a cliff. Uh, That's not good, is it? (laughs) No, it's not good. This is considered a regressive recession. And that means the bottom half are getting hurt more than the top half. So the top half is not going out to restaurants. They're not going out to entertainment venues where the bottom half works in hospitality, tourism, entertainment, uh, restaurants, industry, movie theater. So if the top half wasn't going out, well, then the bottom half wasn't being employed. So we need... We need the top half to go out, and I know they weren't able to because at the time there was uh, percent shutdowns in states for restaurants and other kinds of things. So the recession, and it's not to say anything bad about anybody who makes a certain salary, uh, the recession hit those who who have a certain salary level and below. That's where we're getting that K-shaped recovery uh, is going to be hitting the lower income people harder. And, I mean, if you and I were talking back in February and January, we would talk about income inequality being a problem in this country. This just seems to kind of put it on steroids. And when societies have the income gap get too far, it never it rarely ends well, doesn't it? True. Uh, the lower income people will have less disposable income and the disposable income they have will have to be spent on groceries, uh, utilities, things of that nature. Uh, and and the upper income level of people will have disposable income. It's like saying if we raise the tax of a gasoline tax by 10 cents, who does it hurt the most? It hurts the lower income people. Those who, who have higher incomes, it's it doesn't hurt them as much. And it's very hard to be able to tax people at different rates for what we call these syntaxes, such as tobacco, alcohol, and gasoline. Speaking of taxes in New Jersey, uh, I believe it, is because it has passed uh, the budget, which features the millionaire's tax uh, in the Garden State that Phil Murphy, the governor, has been pushing for, finally got the rest of the Democrats on board. What will this do and how much will this help the state's budget problems as a result of the pandemic? Well, it's going to be a net net. So the amount of money that he collects uh, from the estimates the tax department collects from these millionaires and billionaires, they're going to be filtering that down to people who uh, have a certain income level and lower. And at the end of the, of the year, there's still going to be a net positive impact if all his estimates are correct from his economist and from his financial people. So with that being said, um, I I think that um, this is this will be something that has to be looked at. In other words, states have to look at every option during this particular COVID-19. And just because someone makes a certain salary, I, I know what they're going to say. They're going to say, well, I worked hard for that salary. Yeah, rightly so. You did work hard for that salary. But I think taxes need to be progressive and not regressive in nature. Let's look ahead here. We're winding down the month of September, so we're getting ready for the final quarter of the year. And I think from an economic standpoint, once you kind of get into October, everybody starts focusing on the holiday shopping season. Oh, what do you think? I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be anything close that we're used to, but how much are local businesses, you think, still banking on the, the last quarter of the uh, calendar year? A lot of your larger malls like Simon Properties and all the other large uh, shopping areas in the country, uh, as well as the mom and pop shops, are looking to to make one last splash. They're looking at their businesses to make sure that they have all the proper things in place for COVID-19 so they can get shoppers out. 
Look, we, we all know this economy when it was doing well. I have to say it was a digital economy that was doing well. It was the tech that was driving a lot of this. And that was even in the retail industry. Uh, you know, even with how bad COVID is, this past week, there was an article talking about the city of Philadelphia is still going to open up 25 new restaurants. So I do see a little bit of glimmer of hope, not just in the restaurant industry, but even the retail industry as well. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.